Have you missed me? It's been a minute. Welcome to Talk Racing to Me with Naomi. I have missed you all. I've been down about with a cold for at least two weeks. Gosh, I thought I had something worse than that, but turned out not to be the case. And I'm back. Back with a fresh podcast talking everything one needs to know about Saratoga. Now, I can't make a good comparison between Saratoga and Del Mar because I've never done a season at Del Mar and I have spent my last two seasons at Saratoga. So that's what I know and I'm absolutely in love with it and I am gutted that I'm not out there full time this year like the last two seasons, but I'll be holding down the fort at the Maryland Jockey Club Pimlico and then we'll be back at Laurel later on as well but I am going up to Saratoga for Whitney weekend and the dark days after as well as the Facing Tipton uh, yielding sill so that is very exciting but who better to talk everything Saratoga with than the one jockey who's leading the all-time list of top class riders in terms of wins at the spa and that is Johnny Velasquez. So excited to have him uh, on the podcast once more and just, you know, discuss what's coming up and as well as some of his memories. And I must admit, fair few things that I I didn't know. So really excited for you uh, to hear the next episode coming up. And uh, try and keep up the good work here with Talk Racing to me. I've had some other things going on in my life, as you can imagine. So kind of took a little bit of a back burner. I hope you forgive me for that. We'll see how we go. I'm just glad to have you with me this time around. And if you are going to the spa, lucky you. Johnny, it it feels like yesterday speaking to you because you've been on my podcast before for the Maryland Jockey Club. I've had you on a couple of times. But right now you're in a very envious position for me because you're at Saratoga. I'm not. When did you arrive and, and how busy have you been, you know, trying to get settled in? Um, I arrived here on um, Monday morning uh, around nine o'clock. I was supposed to work for a couple horses in the resin and it would happen. So um, it's been raining here every day. Um, but yeah, so I got here uh, around nine o'clock on Monday and then didn't get to work on anything. But we've been working on the house, trying to get this house ready for, for the meet and I've uh, been having... Everybody come in in and out of the house to get the house ready. So, yeah, it's been a little busy the last couple of days, but it's good. It's, it's nice to be back in Saratoga. Oh, I can imagine. So that's actually, that was going to be one of my questions. Do you have a place in Saratoga? Do you own a place or how does it work when you move your, your tack and family across states? Yeah, we have the whole family here and we own this house now almost 20 years, I think. Uh, well, Michael's 18, so 18 years. Wow. Yeah, wow. so 18 years, and uh, yeah, so it's, it is nice uh, to come home, basically to your home and, and, and do nice things in any way, things that you, you are accustomed to, and we, we, we have this house for quite a bit, and we have great memories with the kids growing up in here, and my family come from Puerto Rico, and Leona's parents and Leona's uh, brother's uh, kids as well, so we, we have a lot of a lot of good memories in the house, so it's, it's kind of good, and We've seen the kids growing up in, in the summertime here in Saratoga. So it's been it's been a great place to have and, and have great memories with it. Gosh, that sounds like the life. When did you first come to Saratoga as a jockey? 
I uh, came to Saratoga the summer of 1990. That's my first year here in Saratoga. I'm an old man. <laughs> that was before I was born, so <laughs> that's right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there we are. So, what did you what did you think of it that first experience? But believe it or not, I came here in 1990, and I it was a weird something. I I lived with Angel Cordero when I came to New York, and uh, we sent the cars up here, and he told me that we were taking a flight from LaGuardia to Saratoga, and, and in that flight, he was telling me everything about Saratoga. He loved Saratoga so much and how special the place was you know and uh, you know so yeah i came in 1990 with him and uh see what he was talking about and racing is great fans are great you know the little town is uh lots of things to do so a special place uh, for being you know for the summertime and uh yeah i mean i i came here as an apprentice and I didn't get to drive very much uh but i i got to learn and watch a lot of these top riders do what they do best and uh and learn a lot from it so um definitely a very special place and they're really tough me to at least for a young person coming in to to break through so uh yeah uh but i did enjoy it i, I did enjoy it very very much when i came up here yes well, Saratoga certainly has Still that. Enjoy it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> good. Well, that's that's oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> that's not just saying like I met. It, I did enjoy it when I when I first got here. <laughs> my first time. <laughs> no, Saratoga has that holiday vibe, but it's also very boutique. Meet the highest quality, the best riders. You already highlighted it, and when you were saying Angel Cordero, I mean he's called the king of Saratoga, but you're the all-time leading rider at the Spa by wins. I think you achieved that in the summer of. 2013 and you also are joint holder of most wins at Saratoga in one day joined with Ramon Dominguez on six so clearly you've done very well at the spa would you say that in terms of riding the track is there are there any differences with some of the other uh, tracks you know upstate or in New York or in general and how has the track kind of changed over the years? Like, I know that the colony, of course, changes, but has anything else? Like, have you noticed anything? Well, the track itself, I mean, they've done a great job with the track, obviously, and the fans and everything. Just it's the atmosphere and everything that comes with Saratoga is great, though, you know. Um, it's it's right to adapt every time everything changes, really. Um, been around quite uh long time here now um but yeah it's it's a great place the uh the mentality that you get the competition that you get and everything that you wanted to be and to uh, you know to try for um and i got that from angel you know obviously angel being the king of saratoga and, and learning from from him a lot um it, it kind of grew in me, though, you know. I, I didn't know anything about racing really when I came to the United States. I mean, I, I graduated from the school in Puerto Rico and I came straight to New York. I was blessed to come to New York right away, and I was very green, if you will. I didn't know very much about racing, and when I got here to Saratoga and seeing it and see the competition, just you kind of grew on me and and really gave me that. Uh, I guess the passion and to learn and to be better and and to be someone. Uh, I mean, to be somehow good at something. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, Saratoga has been a, spe- a special a special place for all of us and and for for me to be blessed enough to have the opportunity to come here and do as well as I've done for these many years. It's uh, it's been a blessing, though. You know, and it's a lot of work. It's definitely a place that uh, 
you you have to do a lot of work and and uh, uh, whether it's in the mornings and after the races and you know entertaining and going to dinners and cocktail parties and you know so it's it's, it's busy um, but you get to enjoy it you you get to you know more people get to know more people and 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 those things opens the door for you know other years or another years future years if you will um, by doing those things and I and I think that's that's what has helped me you know and up here in Saratoga for for these many years. Saratoga is certainly the place to be for, for the racing colony. It's either what, Saratoga or Del Mar. Now, I've never done Del Mar, so I'm firmly biased towards the spa. I am biased too. <laughs> I am biased, but I've been in both of them, by the way. And not a whole meet in, in Del Mar, but um, I've been in both of them. But I, you know, I'm biased. So I, I, I just think the Saratoga is, is the, the place to be in. It's a very special place. And I'm sure a lot of people... Uh, they are going to listen to this thing and then they're they're probably just disagree that you know people who are in california who love you know they are going to be biased mm-hmm. you know a bit in california like there are um but yeah i think i've been in both places and 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 i think definitely i i i still love saratoga more <laughs> see i feel like i can't pass judgment on it without having done a proper del mar meet like i've been there the entire season because i've done two Saratoga seasons and know that I fell in love with it so I'm always going to be like yeah Saratoga but if I haven't done it trying to refrain from saying that Saratoga is is you know the place to be because I'm sure as you highlighted plenty might disagree with me you just mentioned um you know you go out for dinners entertaining of course you've you know you've been at Saratoga for a while are there any restaurants people would have to try to get that true Saratoga experience or any favorites for you well, unfortunately, I mean, every few years the kind of restaurant changes, you know. So there's always a, a new hot restaurant coming, you know, coming to place and everything. But right now, Salivo is probably the best restaurant out there, you know. Um, so every year, every two or three years, someone else comes with something that, that that is the hot place. Um, there's always something, you know. It's always a restaurant that you can go. Any food that you like, um, anything that you like to change, anything. So that you have all different varieties if you will that that you can you can try out so that's sort of a good thing about saratoga that you don't have to just do one uh stick to one place one restaurant you know you're going to go to other restaurants uh that you're going to enjoy enjoy the uh uh you know the food and the, the uh the people and everybody who goes by and, and you're going to see a lot of people that who goes to the racetrack as well for sure okay let me put it like this then if you end up winning the travers this year where would you go to celebrate after if i was winning what the, the, the travers if I will, oh, okay. See, if I was gonna, well, you know what? I just, I just mentioned Salivo. I was there last night, and I, it kind of is in my, is in my, in my head. And I think, you know, the the people who own them, they've been very, very nice to us and, and very accommodating. So I think it will be a place that if I win the travels, you know, I can make a phone call, and I know I, I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna get a table, <laughs> and I'm gonna have a view, a beautiful dinner. Yeah, no, family owned, she and their whole family do a tremendous job. So they were certainly, seems to be the place to be for everyone. So are there some other favorite activities that you get involved with on, on the dark days? We'll get into the racing stuff in just a second. Yeah, well, you know, I I, I, mean, I, I like Nove, you know, like another restaurant that I like to go to. And if, and if you don't go, I, we, we have a lot of takeout from Nove. You know, we go to Dave, um, you know, with the families, with all the kids and everything to the West Side Cafe. Uh, that's another place that we go to. So, you know, we go different places just to have different meals and different uh, views of Saratoga. Um, 
Do you golf? Do you go to the lake? Or what do you do? Yeah, on Mondays and Tuesday, then, I mean, I don't golf. I definitely don't. I I, I, I know how to golf. I mean, I just don't enjoy it. I thought that jockeys were like kings of golfing. I thought everyone, that's kind of what you do. (laughs) I can. I mean, I'm not, I'm I'm not great at it, but I can, I can golf. But I, I I think it's it's a passive time that I don't like, you know, it's just so time consuming. And I, you know, I, I do it because uh, when I go with friends and that's what they wanted to do, you know, I'll do it, but uh, it's not a, a, a time that I want to be out there and all day uh, doing it. And I, I don't enjoy drinking during the day. If I'm going to go drinking, I'd rather go drinking and dancing. Uh, I want to be golfing and drinking. Um, but now uh, we bought a boat uh, last year, so that's that's a, a new thing for us. So, so we, we hope that we have a lot of time now, Monday to Tuesday, that if we get good days, we, we get to use the boat. Uh, but we did rent a lot of boats here in Saratoga in the, you know, in the summertime, obviously in the lake. Uh, so we, we always try to go once or twice when we're here in Saratoga. So we always do something in it, especially whatever the kids like to do. Um, Michael used to like used to like to fish, so we used to go fishing, and then you know they they used to go to the to the park, you know, to the rides and uh, all that stuff. So we we always try to do something that they they're gonna enjoy and you know and, and be part, of, you know, be together with the family. We have a pool in the house, and uh, I think the the kids will you know. They kind of stay busy here, and and they invite their friends, and so we kind of entertain their friends and stuff like that. So also with that along, and all the toys that we have around <laughs> around the house, we have a four wheeler, we have a little motorcycle, and we have all the stuff so they can. Oh ride wow! <laughs> they have they have a lot of toys that you know they they entertain themselves, and uh, so it's pretty cool that we don't have to go away. You know, if we wouldn't have to, they they can do whatever they want. So I mean, they're older now, so. Um, I don't know what they like to do. I mean, Michael's working, so. <laughs> uh, and the yeah, other will one, he still be know. joining uh, the Naira crew on the audio side as he did before? Yeah, Michael will be working this summer with them as well, yes. Awesome. Um, so he's the youngest and he's working, so he's pretty busy not working. So, um, But it's nice to see that as well, that he's growing and, you know, and, and doing his thing, uh, enjoying work and meeting other people and learning about life and about work, so. And it's great to see that as well. Oh, that sounds like you certainly have your summer sorted out for your family. Let's talk a little bit about some of your racing highlights and, of course, what we're hoping is to come for, for this year's uh, Saratoga meet. You've won the Whitney four times. You've won the Travers. Is there a standout win for you? Not necessarily have to be any of those races. That kind of, you know, sums up for you how special Saratoga is or was really rewarding. Um, I mean, every winner here in Saratoga is very rewarding. <laughs> it is so tough here, and 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 uh, obviously being here, it's a blessing to be here and be competitive with uh, all these guys. And every year changes, you know, the competition and the new jockeys or whatever comes in. And obviously, the last three five years, within last three to five years, the the Ortiz has been here, and they've been not, uh, you know, been really uh, getting. Really, they they are the the new stars of of the sport, so it is really tough. Yeah. So anyway, going back to my winners, I mean, Travers, Travers always is special. You know, this is something that we 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 uh, we enjoy very much. Um, but one of the races, believe it or not, that I really look forward to is is the four star Dave. You know, I probably won that race. I don't know how many times, but um, it's always a race that I try to get something. 
that is competitive enough to see that we can win it. So that's one of the races that I was look look forward to. Um, and, and it reminds me back when I was very young and before it was the four star day, you know, that I, probably the worst year that I had here in Saratoga. Um, May I, that was 1992, and I was ready to go home. And the one race I won, it was the Forza Day, which it was it used to call the, the the something Joy. I forgot the name now. Jesus Christ! Um, it was Daryl's Joy. That, I think it was the Daryl's Joy. The Daryl's Joy. Yeah, that's it. There we go. Yeah, you're young, but you remember those names. Too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, I, I'm just I've just been reading up on all my Saratoga stuff as of late. <laughs> okay, so it used to be yeah, it used to be those things uh, that the name and uh, but I only remember that because I had such a bad year that year and uh and that kind of raised and then it kind of stuck on my uh, in my head and my heart that you know mm-hmm. uh that gives me the the will and the the strength to continue going forward, though, you know, and then obviously year after year, I, I got to win the race, you know, plenty of times. So those are the races that I kind of sticks in my mind more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, you've won it, I, I wouldn't know how many times, a lot, like Wise Dan back to back years. I do remember that 20, was it 2012, 2013, I think. That's me guessing, but that's obviously, I don't know. you know, that's, <laughs> I know I won. <laughs> yeah, no, you've won this race an incredible amount of time actually wait wait if i talk really slowly i can go and find this okay one hold up one two three three four five six seven i think like eight nine wait hold on one maybe nine times wait i they let me let me do this this is what what you get when you record yeah nine times nine times well you've there you go that. so you know it's a race that i i really enjoy and and uh What's the race who get who who get me the strength to continue going forward, though, you know, instead of just packing up and going home, <laughs> uh, which I thought about, but it, my mom was here, in 1992, and I was like, okay, that's it, we're going home, uh, we're going back to Puerto Rico, and my really? mom says to me, oh, you know, uh, you're gonna get, I didn't have an agent, so she said, you're gonna go and work and get a new agent and start all over again. Uh, yeah, that's why I remember 1992 and uh, on, the, on that uh, that race that who really made made my year that year. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, what was it that was going on that made you question if you still had a future in in the U.S. as a jockey at that time? Well, I just came back from an accident, right? I came mm-hmm. back from an accident in 1992, and then I changed it to a new agent, uh, and then we worked maybe for two or three months, I think it was. Uh, maybe we came to Saratoga, and you know, the business was slow anyway before we got to Saratoga. But when we got to Saratoga, I mean, I, I literally was working by myself. My agent was not coming to work and never saw him. Uh, oh. And in the middle of the meet, we decided to split. And, you know, so now I'm with no agent in Saratoga. So it was a really hard year for me. So, um, and this, that's the only race that I want. Well, I think I won two races that year, maybe three races. I don't remember. But that was the race that, you know, kind of made my summit for the, for the whole summit. And, um, and it was special also, it was for Bobby Franco, you know, that, that I was uh, writing a bit for him. Uh, but he he uh, gave me the opportunity, you know, to stay on the horse and I don't want to stay on the horse and then uh, continue riding me after that. So, um, yeah, that's that's my memories of, you know, early years in, in Saratoga and, and why that that race, uh, that race still is in my mind all, wow. all these years. That's that's incredible, and obviously a race that you then managed to win another uh, more than handful of times. So yeah, that's, wow, that's quite special. I don't think I ever realized the story behind that nineteen 
92 win and how much it meant for you to win on now listen Jodman Farms for Bobby now listen, Frankel. very good oh you're looking at it <laughs> no I'm looking at it now no I'm <laughs> yes my memory <laughs> yeah I, I, I would I would I I know the name of the horse but you know as I just said mm-hmm. the, the Daryl's Joey whatever it was I I forgot the name of it I I know it's as the horse out of Dave now yeah I mean that it's an interesting how you know it's such a tough meet but then to have a record like you have in a race like this is quite the achievement so obviously well done and hopefully hopefully many more to come right you've got to keep going yes, with the four-star day yeah absolutely. i mean but it was look at 1992 to to today's date and and i mean the way you open it you know the conversational you, you podcast and that um you know lynn Ryder of all wins and saratoga you know that open up everything that I had inside of me to stay here and keep working. <laughs> and here we are talking to you 31 years later. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's absolutely incredible. I, you know, I'm such a complete rookie when it comes to everything Saratoga and you have been here for decades and decades. And that's why I feel lucky talking to you about it. So I can hear, <laughs> you know, what it's been like and, and how it's been for you, but maybe let's look ahead a little bit. Of course, Yes. There might be a horse or two that you're very excited about going into the spa. I'll, I'll tee you up with one. Malafat, Kentucky Oaks victress for Todd Pletcher. I mean, she's slated uh, to start pretty soon here, the coaching club American Oaks, right? And then maybe the Alabama. Uh, how is she doing? Have you, you know, heard anything about her? And are you excited to partner her again? I definitely very excited to have it back. You know, I worked. I worked it last week. She worked really well, so I think she's getting pretty, pretty ready. So I don't know which trade he's gonna go to. Um, like he didn't, he didn't uh, tell me the way he was gonna plan to run it. But obviously, she's doing well enough now that you know I got to work it last week. She works really nice, so she seems like she's getting back, you know, to her routine and to the way that she was before she ran the Oak. So yeah, it's happy to have it back, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so I was just looking at the cards. I know that the first two days are out, which is tomorrow. We're recording this on the Wednesday. So tomorrow is Thursday, opening day at Saratoga. And then Friday is out. You know, you got a, a good book of rides. Are there any particular horses that you, you know, you, you want to tee up for our listeners saying, you know, look out for this one? Um, to tell you the truth, I've been so busy that I have not looked what I'm writing <laughs> over the weekend yet. So I got two for Wesley Ward. Morning. Two for Wesley Ward in the quick call, Fire Sword and um, Happy Soul yeah. in the Skyler Phil. So, yeah, you, know. you know better than me. I haven't even looked at what I'm writing yet. So, I would put, to be fair, you know, I, I grow into, you know, wait until the morning of, of the day I write, you know, so to study the race. And, and then, you know, I, I go over the horses and the strategy and so on and so on. So, um, I don't like to look anything ahead of what two or three days before because and then my mind doesn't stop you know, and I don't slow down, you know. So, right. um, I learned throughout the years that I probably need to start because I mean, when I let's go back a little bit. Right? So, when I was younger, I used to study the races and 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 see the overnight and see the uh, side of the races the, like the day before or so on and go on before it. And, and then my mind never stops. It's just, mm-hmm. and then I, sometimes I wouldn't even sleep thinking about their strategy and stuff like that. Though. So, so years after now, now obviously uh, it's been many years back now that I, I try not to look at even overnights. I don't try to do anything until the day of the race where, okay, okay let me concentrate on what I need to do and not be overwhelmed with my mind the way it works trying to think about everything what could have happened or you know strategizing racing though so um 
I think I have a little bit of ADD that if I start doing something too early, I just just gonna can't get it out of my mind. <laughs> right. That that's really interesting. So on the morning of, how how do you study the form? I'm assuming you would look at pace setup and kind of the ideal position that you want to be in. Absolutely. I mean, I'll go through everything. I'll go through, you know, every horse in the race, obviously the pace of the race, obviously the, you know, the, the surface of the race and what if my horses, my horses are done in the past and, and so on, so on. So, you know, between pace and, and uh, surface and how they like to be ridden or, or not to be ridden to the truth. You got to look up something or how are you going to change uh, uh, the style of their horse if you, if you have to, you know, so all mm-hmm. those things comes in place, how I study the race and then obviously the that to you know study the opponents and uh the other jockeys and the other trainers as well because you know some some trainers kind of train and and like to run the horses almost the same or similar instructions so you learn all those things with experience i guess we have been in around for, for a long time <laughs> so um all those things goes in place and you know and and uh then you know that they, not only did they rest now when the race is started, you start you know playing how the track is playing. You know, was, was is it raining? Is not raining? So all those things, even though you do homework in the morning and now in the afternoon comes, you know, what's changing and how do you adapt to that? Though, so all those things had to come in place. Has it changed over the years in terms of getting instructions from trainers? Now that you're such a an experienced rider, you know, you're a veteran and you know what's what. Would you say trainers still give you very detailed instruction or do they kind of, you know, maybe give you a guideline, but that's it? I think it's more of a guideline than anything else, and especially if you haven't ridden the horse. You know, they tell me a little bit about the horse and how's, yeah, how's the horse is like, you know, and what they don't like and stuff like that. Um, and if, if, I mean, they always get one or two instructions that they like to change something on the horse or the style of running, though, you know, so you get those as well. Uh, for the most part, you know, that, you know, I like to have my input and and what they tell me and what I think and maybe we can meet something in the middle, you know. So uh, so that way we we know that we're on the same page and how to ride the horse and how the race is going to develop, what I think is going to develop and why they think it's going to develop, you know. So uh, those things have to come in place as well because if you be tied up for only one instructions and then it, it, it doesn't work you know it's very rare when you tie it up to one instructions only and then you know the gate opens and that's it i mean you can just do one thing i think uh, that doesn't work so uh, at least if you put a input in what you think they can happen you know and and anticipate things that could happen in the race i think it's better that way that that you put out that in the table and, and have the communication with the trainer that that something happened in the race. At least you 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 knew you knew what could happen in the race, though. Yeah, you got a, uh, a backup plan think, or two to help yeah, you out. I think exactly. I think I look all the different angles to what could happen in the race. And you mentioned before, what if you know it rains in the morning and and the track going changes? I think we are set to have maybe a, a bit more rain over the weekend. How does Saratoga play when you know the going is off? Yeah, it's been raining naturally. It rained here for like a half hour ago and it poured here. So it's going to be, seems like it's going to be a, a wet start in Saratoga. Um, yeah, so you start you start looking at obviously the first race, second races, and see what, what they're going to run, whether they run in the grass or not, though, you know, so we don't know that yet. Um, and normally the track, you know, this, especially the grass in you know, its first week or so, and, and if, we, if we have that much rain like that, it's going to be a very slow. 
um, so all the things that you have to put, put in place. And then the main track is, gets pretty fast. If it's really wet, um, normally the horses who are close to the lead do so much better, though, you know. Um, it's been very, very hard to come from way, way off the off the pace uh, when the track is really wet in Saratoga. Then again, I mean, they had changed it. Uh, they, they had done some work in, in the track, and they had put a different surface. So we have to see how it plays out this year, though. You know, so they had changed a little bit of surface here in Saratoga. So that's another thing we have to, you know, go and see what's going to happen, you know, and how the, the, the races are going to be played out. Yeah. yeah so you but, learn that as you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, in general, it tends, if the track is off, the majority of dirt tracks, it helps to be at least close to the pace, not, you know, trying to make up 10 lengths on a really sloppy going that really bogs you yeah. down. You, you have to be much the best to come, you know, off the pace when the track is like that, um, you know, very wet. Yeah. And before, because I know that you've got plenty of stuff to do, you were telling me that you had a half an hour break from setting up your house. Are there any horses that you've sat on that you could give to us saying, hey, this is a cool two-year-old that I like um, or not? But if you do, I'm sure that listeners would be very, very grateful. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, I I, I had not worked any two-year-olds uh, that are ready to run yet. But, you know, I worked a couple of two-year-olds um, and they're so far behind that, you know, it's hard to tell, though, you know. So it's nothing like I said, okay, I work this two-year-old that's ready to run in Saratoga. And, uh, and I can know because I haven't worked that many. I worked maybe three three-year-olds and before I got here at Saratoga, and they're not even quite ready. So I was like, it's, it's sad that this year I have not worked that many horses. Normally coming to Saratoga, I, I worked five, ten two-year-olds, you know, that I know they're ready to run and, and, and I would like something. This year... I have not worked that many, and I don't know why. So I was going to say, is there, weird, yeah, is there a reasoning behind that, or it just hasn't worked out that way? I, I, it hasn't worked out that way. And, I mean, then again, I don't write everything to, anymore either. So maybe that's part of it, too, that I don't, you know, um, I haven't worked that many two-year-olds, or, you know, at least he, just, he, he didn't have many in, 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 I mean, in Belmont, you know, to work with, you know. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I didn't work very many. Uh, this year, coming to uh, on the way here to Saratoga. How about th- how about the three olds? Any horses that are coming back that you're just excited to be on? Aside from Malafat, we all know that she's you know incredible, and we're so excited to have her back. But anyone else that you're interesting? Because in? I hope that, but aside from Malafat, you still got a, you know a couple of horses that you might hope to get a, a graded stakes win or two on. No, I'm I'm pretty open. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Johnny is uh, looking for rides. I'm wide open. You know, so I'm pretty wide open to looking for horses that, you know, coming in and all that stuff. So um, it's one of those years that uh, all the, the early horses that I rode in the stakes and stuff like that, they're, they're kind of gone, you know. So looking for something good for Saratoga and hopefully we pick up a lot of good horses here in Saratoga. And normally that's the way it is anyway. When, when, you, when you come to Saratoga and you don't have that many, at least you open to start picking all the horses and for different people. So I'm hoping that that'll be the case this year in Saratoga. And this time around, you're allowed to go on the backside again, right? So it's not just agents yes, that are yeah. allowed. So you can actually go talk to trainers and then maybe get a couple of workers in the morning instead of them having to get them through the paddock for you to get on. Because that's what the process yeah. was like, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that, now now we're able to go to work and uh, and see everybody i think it's better that way too at least you know you can't even if you don't have to work anything at least you go and talk to the trainers and if you see something that you like 
Um, sometimes they even just talking to a trainer, hey, listen, if anything's going to change, I mean, I'm open. Now I, I'm not that busy, so <laughs> I can I can go ahead and try to get in all the horses that that you know that they might you know need a rider. Yeah, we'll see you on the on the golf cart, so the buggies or whatever you have not on the backside, right? Yes, there are plenty of them. Don't worry, there are plenty of golf carts in the back tra- back stretch. I know. I, I always look. Year. I I always look for the ones that are um, kind of like vamped up, you know, like decked out with like nice rims and stuff. Some people have really nice golf carts. No, I mean it's just crazy though. You know, just to see, uh, Chad Brown has a new one right now. It's crazy. It's he does incredible. So uh, I said, like, man, where are we going? <laughs> you should just right, jump hi. up and be like, hey, Chad, can you give me a lift here? I- Speakers and all this stuff, a very, very fancy one. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. And he has uh, a license plate too, so he can run in on the, on the, on the road. Oh, that's even better. Yes. He can, he can cut uh, through to town. <laughs> what's that? He can cut through to town in it. Rolling yes. Up in the oh, he can. Oh, yes, he can. Oh, God. Yes. Very right. fancy one. Well, Johnny, I'm going to let you get on with things as we know both know that you'll be very busy. But best of luck for this year's Saratoga meet. It's set to be a terrific one with all the fans coming back. I'm assuming you must be very excited that they'll be back at full capacity as well. I'm excited. I'm also, it was, I'm always excited to be here in Saratoga, you know, to say the truth. So, uh, it's nice to be here and have the opportunity to be here and blessed to be here. So definitely looking forward for it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Guys, the morning that this podcast drops is opening day at Saratoga. So Johnny V is saying he's excited. I dare say everyone is looking forward to this. So if this didn't get you riled up to at least have a look at the PPs and make sure to tune in uh, to the live. So you can go uh, on youtube.com. Naira's got a live feed so you can follow all the action. God, I don't know what will. I'm I'm looking forward to this. And, and so will the majority of people. And I wish everyone involved, trainers, jockeys, stable staff, the entire production team, the broadcasting, the on-air team, so much luck. Miss them all dearly. Like I said before, I'll make a little trip over, but I won't be as involved as usual. But uh, I'll be looking from afar. Here's to Saratoga 2021, a great one. The one that all the fans are able to come back. (sighs) Wish I was there. Wish I was there, guys. Chat to you next week.